Hey folks, on this edition of Glennis Talking Man from New York Podcast, we're going to be talking about everything from people fighting in midair to people living in vans to big media company mergers. Anything and everything as we enter the Memorial Day holiday weekend of 2021. But before we get to the episode, we got to hear a word from a sponsor so we can try to pay some bills around here or at least buy this podcast host a cup of coffee. And as we enter the summer, a nice big cup of iced coffee or cold brew. So stay tuned. Hey folks, welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York. As I record this, we are entering the Memorial Day holiday weekend. And after the year that we've had, this is the holiday where things are people trying to get back to normal. Millions of Americans are expected to travel uh, for the holiday weekend. They'll be in their cars. They'll, they might even take a train. They would definitely be flying. And they might be fighting. You may have seen news reports or seen on social media all the incidents the past few weeks of people fighting in airports people actually fist fighting on airplanes while in flight and while it does mean that's sort of an upgrade in in flight entertainment it's a little worrisome to see uh, these altercations taking place it's also feels very dangerous and uh, what is going on is it this sort of pent-up frustration from living in this pandemic of lockdowns and quarantines? Um, is COVID-19 eating people's brain cells? Who, I mean, really, it's sort of just uh, crazy to see all these things happening uh, when you see the news reports. Now, first of all, I think you could, I think they should be able to just dump you out of the airplane, even if you're in flight. Like, here's a parachute. You land where you land, right? If you're going to be throwing punches on an airplane, uh, that's unacceptable, ridiculous. Yeah, they can't let that happen. Uh, but I don't think it's just airplanes. I, I think if you've seen, uh, tragically, all these shootings that we've had, all these mass shootings, it seems like every day you turn on the news, there's another mass shooting taking place. And there just seems to be so much crazy energy uh, going around. Uh, you could ask yourself, is, is America lost its damn mind? Now, you could ask that for the past, you know, four or five years, really. But it just feels like a continuation of sort of this madness or that we're living in. This sort of uh, reality seems to be unwinding uh, amongst us, especially here. And now maybe it's happened in other parts of the world. But here, it just feels like uh, people are really uh, losing their minds and... You know, we've seen the proliferation of conspiracy theories on social media and sort of we've seen people sort of this obsessive cult-like behavior to certain beliefs that seem so just crazy. The only way you can think of it, they're so out of the ordinary. And I said this before in the previous episode, my biggest thing with conspiracy theories today is that they've gotten so freaking lazy and stupid it's like people you know you you, you go through you can go to twitter but if you go to even tiktok you go to these places you just see people spouting just sort of they take the most mundane fact 
and spin it into this elaborate story. It doesn't make any sense. You got people who are like, oh, well, the sun, it was sunny yesterday, and now it's cloudy today. So that means the CIA is running a simulation. Like, what does that even, like, that's just an I'm sort of exaggerated example, but not that far off from what some of the things you see when you're focusing online. And, I mean, if the people just don't have enough things going on, like, is, is Netflix not entertaining enough? Is HBO not entertaining enough that people just have to keep uh, getting themselves involved in these crazy stories uh, and find themselves sort of being champion for them based on anything not hardly any information anything that seems related to facts it just seems to be oh i had a brain fart about something and now i'm gonna go online and, and tell you why this is really happening and why the lizard aliens from the hollow earth are you know making you drink soy milk or something like that so that's uh really uh hopefully we need sort of like a you know we, we've heard about infrastructure week uh in previous administrations and and, and almost every administration really maybe we need like just a mental health week a chill out week there's americans chill the hell out this week monday through friday don't do a thing don't do anything just roll just freaking relax how about we do that so some uh big uh i think media news uh amazon is buying mgm studios the legendary film studio uh, which means that Amazon would not be the owner of the rights to James Bond films and Rocky. Now, I got to put my film nerd hat on for a second because I saw a lot of erroneous reports that this meant that Amazon now owns The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind because those are classic MGM films. But MGM has not owned those films in decades. In fact, probably almost 30 years. Ago, actually, longer than that, really. It was... Uh, Back in the 80s, when Ted Turner, founder of the, the Turner Broadcast Networks, uh, acquired MGM's library uh, through a merger. Uh, so those companies, you know, so now Warner Media owns The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind and some of those classic MGM musicals. And I kept seeing the reports saying, yeah, Jeff Bezos owns Wizard of Oz. No, he, not yet. He might. Amazon seems to be buying everything. In addition to this deal, they're also, I think, trying to buy, trying to move into the pharmacy space. So Amazon is buying everything. Uh, hey, if you want to buy this podcast, Amazon, hook me up. All it would take is maybe a free Prime membership and the ability to get packages at a decent time on time. How about that? Uh, but seriously, though, uh, you know, companies, uh, it seems like there's, Everything is getting smaller and smaller as far as the, these huge companies. And maybe one day that means we'll just, you know, won't have a, a hundred different streaming services to pay for, which I've complained about before and sort of in other episodes. Uh, just, it's just so many that we're just sort of uh, paying out of pocket for. As we are entering this holiday weekend, people are going to be having picnics and barbecues and they're gonna be sort of gathering together and you know hopefully safely and uh, you know everything going on uh but here in new york city and here uh and i think in a good part of the northeast not great weather which sort of this basically that sucks really and 
So it's gonna be like low temperatures. It's, it's gonna be rainy. Which mean may maybe people won't be outside getting into fights or or shooting fireworks all hours of the night or shooting something else at each other. Which you know no. Given age now, is it gunshots? Is it fireworks? Maybe it's these UFOs that everyone keeps talking about. Maybe they're the ones uh, doing everything. In fact, maybe the aliens have inter infiltrated the airports, and they're the ones really causing fistfights on airplanes. Maybe that's maybe that's a conspiracy theory I'm gonna promote, and and be, that's gonna be sort of my thing. Uh, as you know, since everyone has to have sort of a, a gimmick now, if you want to get some sort of traction on social media and sort of you know do all these things to you know get get your views your likes your, your videos and you know as you know summer here summer's here uh i heard i read an article that said that this is probably going to be one of the best movies years ever because so many movies were held back last year because of the pandemic and now they're being released this year along with movies originally scheduled to come this year so you you have a an abundance of entertainment options uh to sort of uh to keep yourself just entertained and you, you don't have to you know worry about uh, anything uh, maybe you don't have to watch the news now, i sort of wrote another news report saying that you know Cable news is down, right? People are not watching as much cable news, which makes sense if you can if you compare the past few months to the past, you know, four the previous four years. Yeah, things are a lot more things are a lot more calm, right? You don't have to wake up every morning and check your check your phone to make sure that the planet is still around, or the, or the country is still standing, which is sort of a seems like a really good productive thing. Uh, in the financial markets, uh, cryptocurrency is uh, fluctuating in not, not a good way, uh, as you know, countries and central banks are sort of saying critical negative things about it. Now, think about cryptocurrency that uh, it's sort of difficult to explain to, well, maybe it's difficult for me to explain. If someone who actually uh, follows the market closely, and is is into the blockchain, they probably can explain it clearly. But for like the layman, we sort of explain it to another layman. It's sort of like, yeah, it's money, but it's electronic, and it's a computer, and there's only so much of it, and blah, 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 and then, wow, magic. But uh, I, I think it is, it is interesting, though. We've seen this earlier this year with the Robin Hood phenomenon, uh, where... I think more than ever, people are really f interested and focused on not just acquiring money, because people have always been interested in making more money, but there's also the <clears throat> the status of sort of the of having the knowledge about money or having or how how to acquire money, which is it's always been there, and you we've seen we've seen that. During the early internet days, we may seen that in the eighties, with the you know Wall Street, Gordon Gecko era, but yeah, really sort of a, a an almost a sort of a, a sense of like style to be like, yeah, you're someone who not only has money, but you you kind of know how to you you know the ins and outs of how markets work and currency works, and uh, it's sort of 
into this larger sort of topic of how we deal with like with technology and how how it out works and I think people are really and I know some people may feel alarmed because they because people are taking risk that maybe they're not ready for and I think that's nothing new you look at that reeks sort of situation in every every era uh, there's always people who are taking unnecessary risks there's always people who think they can get rich quick and people think they can game the market and some people do game the market but a lot of people get left holding the bag but I do think there's something that's a little different is that I think that people really uh, want to be informed and, and, and people, even if they don't necessarily know everything was going on, people really want to have that knowledge uh, about money and how money works. And, of course, how to get more of it. And, you know, because pe- people are trying to navigate life. I was reading, uh, uh, I think it was The Guardian here, about van life. And you may have seen YouTube videos. You may have seen the movie Nomadland, the Academy Award winning film. Which is about people who live as they call nomads. They live in vans. Uh, they they move around. They 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 you know national parks. So they may be, you know, sleeping in a parking lot somewhere in a van. And some people do this out of necessity because they just don't have enough money to live in a home. Some people do it because they like the freedom of just being able to go wherever they want to go. And not having to worry about a mortgage or paying rent or worry about mowing the lawn or any other of those things you deal with. Some people just like the idea of just sort of having this sense of freedom. And I do think because we sort of live these lives that are so sort of centered uh, around each other that there's some people it's like, no, I need to I need a break. I need to just be able to go. And there's always been people like that. But I think it's very telling because in this day and age where we have this big contrast where in many ways we're we're wealthier than ever before. If you, if you compare how someone who is typically labeled poor lives now as compared to someone who lives as poor just 30 years ago, 40 years ago, is a big difference. A lot of that has to do with technology and just uh, how luxury goods are or not as expensive as they used to be, or access to clothes, uh, decent clothes. So things have changed, but some people just want that freedom. They feel sort of controlled, they feel sort of stifled by sort of the nine to five structure of life. And the fact, it isn't just nomads who are trying to make changes. Uh, In the pandemic, we saw people who discovered that working from home was actually pretty cool. Uh, they, they didn't have to worry about hour or two-hour commutes to work and dealing with traffic or on a commuter train or a subway or waiting for the bus. Uh, they could, they, they felt more productive. They were more productive. And as we are trying, as companies are trying to get back to some sense of normalcy, a lot of people say, hold up, wait a minute. Uh, I feel more productive at home. I can get more work done at home. And people are trying to find this balance where, hey, I don't want to go to the office. Or if I do go to the office, I'm going to go there every day, maybe 
twice a week if I, if necessary, but I, I want to, you know, maybe roll out of bed in my pajamas and still be just as productive as if I got up early in the morning, took a shower, grabbed a, you know, bagel and, t- and jumped in the car somewhere. And people were really having these debates, and there's some pushback against it. Uh, I think the CEO of WeWork, the current one, said, well, people are more productive in the office. Now, of course, he would say that because he owns a company which leases office space. I mean, seriously, that's like, that's like asking someone who runs a blood bank, should people give blood? Of course. Like, he, that's, you know, of course he wants that. And there's another article saying that, you know, well, people who work from home are taking naps and having sex and okay but are they getting their work done that's the thing that we should really uh be looking at and look i'm I'm a proponent of that i believe like in a 28 or 25 hour work week i think we can have job sharing i think lots of jobs outside of ones that are really where you have to have really special skills like you know a surgeon or, you know, electrical, mechanical engineer. I think most jobs you could deal with people only having to work 25 hours or maybe 30 hours a week. You could split those jobs up. If the government, if if employers are worried about paying for this, the government has the ability to subsidize, high, uh, you know, minimum wage. If you know, they talk about minimum wage and the worker shortages. The government could subsidize a higher minimum wage and people could work less but still make a living. They could be able to spend more time with their children if they want to. If they don't want to spend time with their children, that's another issue. But they could uh, spend more time in their communities if they want to, if they want to volunteer, if they want to spend more time at their churches, or if they they want to spend more time... Uh, doing crafts and art if they wanted to spend more time just sitting home eating potato chips uh i think leisure which is often demonized to a certain extent which is weird because we have a culture where we we celebrate and we idolize the idea of leisure but we also demonize it because it's like oh you're having too much fun you're resting too much and it's sort of and who benefits from that right uh the the average person doesn't really benefit from that mindset too much. Uh, the people at the very top, the people, the, you know, the people who own the companies, the people with the big billionaires, they benefit a lot from that. What I'm saying is everyone could benefit from the idea of people being having more time to either spend with their families, to spend by themselves, to do pursue other interests. And society could still be just as productive People, rich people would still be just as rich, may even be richer, because you have more productive employees, and you have people with more spending power to do whatever, and you might have less less crime and less other issues in society that we spend millions and billions of dollars trying to address and never actually kind of get to any kind of solution. So, and I didn't even intend to go this direction, and I just went to talk about, like, the week, Memorial Day weekend and people going crazy. But hey, this is what happens. This is where we sometimes end up when you're just talking. So, on this Memorial Day weekend, hopefully, as we're moving through the summer and people are enjoying their time, uh, and as we've seen throughout this period, this pandemic, maybe the most, maybe the 
the unifying thing that can happen between us is the idea of us treating each other well, hopefully, but treating ourselves well and having a sort of a more healthier outlook and approach to life work balance. So on that note, this has been Glenn is Talking Man from New York. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. You know the deal. If you've been an episode before, it's in the show notes. You can also, if you want to send a little something to the podcast, you can find me on Venmo with the handle at man, Glenn, man with two wins, Glenn with two wins. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.